She'll always be able to get an abortion because she'll be able to fly to one of what they're calling the 13 safe states, places that might continue to have abortion, mm. like California or New York. But for a lot of vulnerable women, women who are poor, women who are women, women of color, they will be forced to have um, pregnancies that they cannot afford to terminate and pregnancies that will then turn into children. Pregnancies that will then turn into children. Is there anything worse? Is there anything that a woman doesn't want to hear when they're pregnant? Oh my, it might turn into a baby? A child? We got to play this thing again. The insanity before I even say hello to the good people. She'll always be able to get an abortion because she'll be able to fly to one of what they're calling the 13 safe states, places that right, might continue to, to have abortion, like California or New York. But for a lot of vulnerable parties, women, women who are poor, parts, women, are women, women of color, they will be forced to have um, pregnancies that they cannot afford to terminate and pregnancies that will then turn into children. The worst kind of pregnancy there is. One that turns into a human child. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. Direct message. That was a lunatic on the televised mental institution known as MSNBC. Uh, Today is May 4th. So, uh, of course, I have to wish you all a happy May the 4th be with you. That's how we do it here. Uh, We've got a meme from the May 4th here. We thought this was a good one. Who wore it better? That is uh, Hillary Clinton over at the Met Gala a couple days ago. And there is someone slightly less evil. That's Emperor Palpatine uh, from the uh, Star Wars series. Uh, Disney, of course, bought that and ruined that whole thing. Uh, But we thought we'd show you that. I mean, these people, I had to watch that clip five times this morning. Five times. It's like getting hit by a truck. That's where I'm at mentally right now. Uh, But some good things did happen yesterday. Uh, J.D. Vance won the Republican primary in Ohio for senator. I've had J.D. on the show. I've met him a couple of times. And look at this. Uh, This is something you are not going to see on mainstream media. Uh, Trump backed 22 candidates in primaries uh, that were in Ohio and Indiana yesterday. Every single one of them won. So there is a massive shift happening politically. Unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about that much at a national level because we got to just do abortion, 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 and just deal with the endless nonsense related to all of that. Um, So the theme of the show today is that, look, this leak happened on purpose. There's just no doubt we're going to find out more about the leak. Uh, There are a couple rumors online now. I don't want to get into the rumors of who did it or how they did it. I want to wait till we have a little bit more information. Talk about a responsible guy on the uh, computer machine that you're watching. I'm going to wait. Uh, till we have some more info on all of that. However, it is fairly obvious that the leak was intended to get our eye off the ball, to keep the shell game of nonsense going, to ensure uh, that we would stop talking about, say, the Ministry of Truth. Remember we were talking about that a couple days ago? Uh, Say the supply chain stuff, say the gas stuff, say the inflation stuff, say the war stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And the point is we cannot let them get away with it. And I am not gonna let them get away with it. And I promise you, even though it is very obvious that the next two months are just going to be endless abortion and riots and crazy Democrat politicians, and we'll get to some of them in just a moment, uh, 
I am gonna keep my eye focused on the things that actually matter. And that is not to say that the Supreme Court decision does not matter. That's not to say we're not gonna cover any of the things related to that and the things that are important related to states' rights and all of those things, but I'm not gonna stop focusing on the actual things that matter because that's what the system wants us to do. And that's what everyone's gonna do. I, I can't imagine that any of you are watching CNN on a regular basis, but I would venture to say that 80% of what they're gonna show today will be abortion related instead of all of the things that are happening in all of our day-to-day -day lives, right? That, that we've been talking about here and that you know affect you uh, more than this decision. Uh, so that's what we're gonna be focusing on, how they're moving the ball and they're getting our eye off the ball and how we're not paying attention to the right things. So we're gonna unpack all of the craziness, obviously related to the decision and uh, the media and the rest of it. And then we're gonna show you the things that they don't want you to see. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you can fight back and make sure that they don't pull this trick right in front of our eyes. Uh, before I get to any of that, I wanna talk to you guys about Alto IRA. You know, crypto may represent the future of money. Everyone can kind of see that right now. It's one of the exciting investment opportunities that has come around in a long, long time. But what about taxes? With an Alto Crypto IRA, you can trade crypto like Bitcoin and avoid or defer the taxes. There are multiple ways to fund your account. You can make a cash contribution, transfer cash from an existing IRA, or even roll over an old 401k. Or you can trade all you want without the tax headache uh, that you can, and you can create an account in just a few minutes. Ready to take your investments to the next level? Diversify like the pros and trade without tax headaches. Open an Alto Crypto IRA with as little as 10 bucks. Just go to altoira.com slash Ruben. That's A-L-T-O-I-R-A.com slash Ruben. Start investing in cryptocurrency today. Go to altoira.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right. So first off, here is a crazy woman screaming outside of the Supreme Court. Angling for, for decades now, and we are gonna fight I saw that five times this morning, so now you have to watch it one more time. Angling for, for decades now, and we are gonna fight All right, so uh, of course that is fake Indian American fake Native American uh, senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren. She is a far left progressive nutbag having a nervous breakdown because uh, she thinks that not enough babies are going to be killed. Now, remember, the reversal or the potential reversal of Roe v. Wade does not make abortion illegal. Most states are going to continue to allow abortion. They will put some restrictions on it. Okay, and that will be up to each state just the way it was before 1973. Uh, but this is what the left is. That, the reason I'm showing you that, and it's just one little moment of her screaming, and trust me, there was way more. And it's also very interesting because she's sort of being held by, a, uh, by an aide as she's walking. For some reason, a lot of these Democrats can't seem to walk alone or they're always, they always seem like they're about to fall over. Uh, but what they are doing is doing their fake outrage thing. They're always screaming, they're always angry, they always, are, are right because they're the loudest. And we have to stop pretending that this works. We have to stop being like, oh, you're very upset or you're very angry. You must be right about all of this stuff uh, because she's basically a complete nutbag and she should not be listened to. Uh, but this is what they're doing. They are making this the hill they want to die on, ironically, as we talk about abortion. They want endless abortions at any time, anywhere in the world. 
uh, and when I showed you that MSNBC clip from a moment ago, uh, it's very clear that they know that California is obviously gonna allow for abortions. New York's gonna allow for abortions. Plenty of blue states will allow for abortions. And they're even admitting, hey, you'll be able to come to our states for abortions and we'll have abortion parties and, and the rest of it. And we can probably get some wonderful Hollywood celebrities to fund abortions. And that will be just, just great. So the threat that this is somehow coming for all of these women or no one will be able to get abortions or any of these things, regardless of what you feel about abortion, it's just simply not true. But what they have exposed themselves to be are petulant children who are not getting their way. And that's what we have to treat them. If you, What would you do if a child was just screaming and stamping their feet and everything else? Is the best thing to just give them what they want or is it to ignore them or teach them some sort of a lesson? I think, I'm not a parent yet, but I think it's the latter. Uh, here is a lefty, progressive, Democrat, sort of an ancillary squad member, Pramala Jayapal on CNN, saying that SCOTUS doesn't even have the right to make decisions about these sorts of things. I can tell you this is a stunning, stunning rebuke of precedent and of the fundamental freedom that women have to make choices about our own bodies and our own futures and our own economic security. And the thing is, Victor, that these justices are acting like this is somehow something that they have the right to change. They do not have the right to change this, which has been settled law for two generations now of people who have grown up, who have gone through their 20s in the firm belief that they can make these decisions about their own bodies. All right, so just to be clear, I mean, she's just wrong. Like, that's just a lie. Of course, the Supreme Court is allowed to look at prior decisions and make current decisions, right? That's exactly what they do. They reverse course on some things every now and again. They usually expand rights to people. That's generally what the court has done. They reverse wrong decisions. In this case, what Alito is writing about, and we'll see what the other briefs are, but what Alito is saying is there is no basis in the Constitution that makes abortion a federal right. So all we're doing is letting it go back to the states because we have a federal system and states are supposed to do most of the stuff. But that's what's happening on CNN. A progressive lefty gets on there and just lies. So. Again, if you're just watching stuff, if you're just watching stuff happen, if you're the average person, oh my God, Elizabeth Warren is screaming about stuff. She must be right, she's screaming and she's wearing a pink dress and everyone around her is so upset, they must kind of be right because they're screaming. And then a few minutes later, you get a progressive to go on there and completely lie to you about what the Supreme Court actually does and how they analyze the law and what over time they're allowed to look at and decide what, Decisions are right and what decisions are wrong. This is, this is how the whole freaking thing works. But if you think that MSNBC can't stoop lower than freaking out because a baby might become a child or because an embryo might become a child, a fetus might become a child, here's a, a genuine crazy person. I mean, I, I know I joke about a lot of the crazy people and they are crazy people. This guy's name is Ellie Mistal. And uh, well, take a look. 
Alito's fundamental legal reasoning is that abortion is not a fundamental right because it doesn't go back to the founding because the founding fathers didn't recognize abortion as a fundamental right. And he's right about that. The founding fathers didn't recognize abortion as a fundamental right because the founding fathers were racist, misogynist, jerk faces who didn't believe that women had any rights at all. So of course they didn't believe that women's had rights to their own bodies. The founding fathers didn't believe that marital rape was a thing. Couldn't be a thing, according to the founding fathers, according to Sam Alito. So that's the history that Sam Alito is, is, is accessing. First off, if you're getting political analysis from a guy with a head of hair like that, you really should think about what you're doing. He looks like he's half Albert Einstein, half fat Albert. Okay, that's number one. Number two, uh, the founding fathers were jerk faces. That's a good one. That's the level of analysis that's going on over there. Um, it's just complete ridiculous. These people are, are insane. They're, they're absolutely insane. They sound like petulant children. And again, what do you do when a child is just freaking out and demanding that they get whatever it is they want? Do you give it to them? And that's the way we have to behave with these people. That really is the way that we are going to have to behave going forward with these people because there aren't going to be any good arguments. There, there really aren't going to be any good arguments. You can 100% be for abortion and understand why Roe v. Wade was not the right choice. And you can also uh, be pro-life and understand that certain states are gonna continue to be pro-choice and accept that because you believe in the Constitution and you believe in federalism. We are now, by this, uh, by this ruling, we are actually expanding freedom. We're expanding the ability for people to make choices for themselves. Uh, that's exactly what's happening here. But these people don't really like freedom. Well, now here's Joe Biden. And, and what was nice about this is he almost, he almost did it. He almost put together a completely coherent sentence. Almost, kind of, maybe a little. I mean, so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Okay, he almost, you sort of see what he kind of was trying to say there. But again, the decision does not say no one can make a decision about abortion. The decision just says it goes back to the states and the states will make the decision about abortion. And if you want to get an abortion and you're in a state that says you can't have an abortion or you're past the time limit or whatever, then go to California and have your abortion party and everything else. He just can't even say one straight up, clear, honest statement. But the question really is, why are they going so crazy over this? Why is this the number one issue for these people? Now, I think it's partly because the, the machine just spit this thing out with this leak. And what a beautiful thing for these guys. They think they have something that can push them over for the midterms, right? They think they can fire up the basin enough. They think they can get all the blue-haired crazy people and the woke screaming lunatics to scare enough of the good liberals to think that the Republicans and the conservatives are coming for women and the rest of it. Uh, but of course you know this, and this is the point. This is all covering up for the absolute disastrous policies. That's what it is. But, they, but their, their goal is to make you all think that Republicans hate women and they want to control their bodies. That's what they're going for. That's what they're trying to convince you all of.
We've got more on this in just a second, uh, but I want to talk to you guys about real estate agents I trust. Uh, you know, I was just in Dallas a couple of days ago, and this is a really fantastic company owned and started by my man, Glenn Beck, because he wanted to help people get homes uh, in a sensible way. And it is very hard to find a real estate agent you can trust. And we talked about it and he's like, Dave, I think maybe this would be a great uh, sponsor for you because you're, you're, pushing Cal, uh, you're pushing Florida on everybody. You're selling Florida, although it basically sells itself and you're trying to get everybody out of California, but you can buy a home uh, in California through these guys. So you guys know this, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things that you can do. And it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. Generally speaking, our homes are our biggest investment and that's a lot of responsibility and you need an agent that can take that seriously. That's why I recommend Real Estate Agents I Trust. We work with only the best agents in every market. We do our homework talking to every agent before inviting them to join our network. And here's a big one. We only work with full-time professionals, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Our team makes the intro and then follows you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. The agents we work with have long track records and are the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They're part of Glenn's audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you want to go. The process is simple. Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com today and provide us with some basic info. Our team will contact you to make an introduction and our preferred agent in your town will reach out to you. And uh, Glenn stands by this company. They've done a ton of deals and uh, I'm psyched to be working with them. And now back to me. All right, so why would the Democrats be screaming. Why would all of these young people be out in the Supreme Court steps yelling about things that they're not sure of and Elizabeth Warren screaming and people on MSNBC are calling other people jerk faces and very upset that fetuses could turn into babies and freaking everybody out. Do you think there might be some reasons for it? Because I think that perhaps there are. Uh, it might have something to do with the fact that nobody likes Joe Biden. Uh, we've got his approval ratings here and they're flipping what you can see there. Uh, right now, his approval rating is at 41.5%. His disapproval rating uh, is at 53.1%. That is up 11.6%. So people over the last little bit, last couple months, as all the prices went up and it started getting harder to get stuff and the war that we can't make any sense of, and the rest of it, people were starting to realize that uh, maybe Joe is not the best guy to be in charge of everything. Uh, but we've got some info on inflation in case you think I'm making this all up, in case you think uh, that what you're seeing at your gas station or at your supermarket is not legit. Uh, in March, 2022, prices had increased by 8.5% compared to March, 2021, according to the 12 month percentage of change in the consumer price index, respectively, the monthly inflation rates for goods and services in the United States. So you can see that the inflation is not good. And of course, gas, gas is also a problem. Uh, the current average price for regular gas right now, $4.23. Uh, last month, it was $4.19. Last year at this time, $2.91. This is what our friends over at uh, the White House called the Putin price hike, although I think it has a little something to do with their policies. And of course, speaking of their policies, there are other problems uh, here from the New York Times, as you may know, uh, in terms of foreign policy. The Taliban have taken over Afghanistan. Uh, remember that from August where we left that thing and we just cracked the whole freaking thing. And of course, uh, Russia 
we've got a problem with Russia. Why has Russia invaded Ukraine? And what does Putin want? Uh, we're not going to be talking about that anymore because of the abortion thing. Um, and of course, Joe Biden was also the guy that right now he's talking about your body, your choice. Uh, he doesn't want anyone coming for women. And you're, it's a sacred right. And he's always telling women that as a Catholic, somehow abortion is a sacred right for him. Uh, but this is the same guy who is enforcing vaccine mandates on pretty much everybody. With COVID cases surging and deaths now five times higher than just a month ago, President Biden is requiring tens of millions more Americans to get vaccinated. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The president is ordering nearly all federal workers and employees of contractors that do business with the federal government get vaccinated within 75 days, eliminating their option to be tested instead of getting shots. Employees who refuse could be punished, even fired. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. While initially reluctant to issue mandates, the president's aggressive new plan requires vaccinations for 17 million healthcare workers at hospitals and other sites that receive Medicare or Medicaid funding. President Biden's now pressuring private companies too, directing the Labor Department to require businesses with 100 or more employees ensure their workers are fully vaccinated or provide a negative test each week. A move the White House estimates will impact 80 million Americans. Companies that do not comply could face fines. Okay, so the reason that it's important to show that stuff is because as I always say, we can't forget. I mean, this is only a few months ago that they were demanding everyone get injected with the stuff that they wanted us to get injected with. They were firing the frontline workers, the nurses and doctors and police officers, et cetera, et cetera, who they told us were the essential workers just months before. And they were saying that it's not your body or your choice, that we are gonna force you to do this or you're gonna lose your job, you're gonna lose your livelihood. Now they've taken a complete 180 position on that and it's the reverse. Now it is your body. Of course, they're not really talking to the baby. Uh, they're just talking uh, to the woman. Oh, I don't even know how they're talking to the woman because I don't think these people are all biologists, but that's a whole other thing. So, uh, well, why would they be doing this? Why would they be doing this? And, and why would they not want a guy like me to talk about this sort of thing or a person like you to watch this sort of thing? Well, just a few days ago, they were all into this ministry of truth thing. And, and suddenly we're not talking about that either, but I'm not gonna forget that and either should you. This new report that the Department of uh, Homeland Security is setting up a disinformation governance board to tackle misinformation ahead of the midterms. Um, Secretary Mayorkas said that part of its um, intention was to tackle misinformation in Hispanic communities especially. Can you give us an idea of what this board is going to be doing, what their authority would look like? Sure, Jackie. I really haven't dug into this exactly. I mean, we, of course, support this effort, but let me see if I can get more specifics. We know that there has been a range of disinfo out there about a range of topics, I mean, including COVID, for example, and also elections and eligibility. But I will I will check and see if there's more specifics. Yeah, it's true, lady. There has been a lot of misinformation about COVID. Uh, the guy you work for, the guy with dementia or old person syndrome, um, he uh, was the one that said that if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID and you won't transmit COVID. That was kind of disinformation. 
uh, or that there are no side effects and blah, 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 you get that. Oh, and you know, uh, when you say the election thing, there was a lot of disinformation about elections. Uh, it was you guys that hid the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, it was Hillary Clinton, remember the old coughing lady? who um, said that Donald Trump was an illegitimate president, uh, or you could even go uh, to, what's her name over in Georgia, uh, uh, Stacey Abrams, that piece of work, uh, who said that the election that she lost was illegitimate. But I'm pretty sure that's not what you guys mean about disinformation. But the point is, they want us to forget all of the things that they've lied about. So, okay, now to the pivot of the show. These people are crazy, you get it. They lie about everything, you get it. So what do we do about it? Let's do some answers, Ruben Report viewers. Well, first, what do we do? We actually address the issue head on. We clearly state what the issue is right now, and we don't mince words about it. Here is Florida governor and America's governor, Ron DeSantis. Well, look, I'm somebody that believes in pro-life protections. I think that it's something that is based in science. I think it's something that is based in kind of uh, who we are uh, as a society. I think you look at what some of the other states are doing, going in a much different direction, where they will have one day before a baby's born, allow it to be snuffed out nine months in. And I'm just thinking to myself, how is that something that would ever be viewed to be appropriate. And I think part of the things with this discussion about some of the Supreme Court's case law is it's shown Americans who look at that and then look at, say, Europe, just how out of step the United States has been and, and really how radical the, the, the jurisprudence has been compared to a lot of industrialized countries. I mean, the U.S. is more in line with countries like China and North Korea than it is with typical European countries that are more even social democracies that we would consider to be more left-leaning, um, and yet they have uh, much more uh, protection. That's it. A clear, honest, common sense assessment of what is going on, that the policies that the Democrats now want are insanely radical. And by the way, I mentioned this yesterday, just last month, Florida passed a law uh, that would stop abortions at 15 weeks. That is three and a half months. The law will go into effect in July in about two months from now. And there was, you probably didn't even know about it until yesterday. Even if you live in Florida, you may not have known about it because it was very little fanfare. There was very little anger on either side because most people, even if you're pro-life, most people believe there is a tiny little window there. Now we can always debate, is it 12? Is it 15? I, I think you could say 12 easily. And some people could say, Texas has done six weeks. Okay, and that's what the states are now gonna decide to do. That's that beautiful experiment thing, okay? The states will figure out what to do. But the point is, they're gonna try to frame Ron DeSantis as some anti-abortion radical extremist. And this is the guy who is the head of a state that just passed a law that said you can do it up to three and a half months. But he's gonna be an extremist to these people. But everything that he said there was just common sense stuff. You can't have eight-month abortions. You can't have nine-month abortions. Our policies are more in line with the bad guys. China, North Korea, et cetera, et cetera. And also, isn't it interesting how if you contrast the way the Democrats speak versus the way someone like DeSantis speaks, they go with emotion. It's constant lying. It's outrage. They're always on the verge of tears or they're outright crying or screaming or calling someone racist. What did DeSantis do there? It's like calmly explaining what's going on here. Hey, can we have some common sense 
And that is how we will win over time. In the immediacy of it, I know it doesn't feel as effective because when someone's screaming at you and you're calmly just stating your position, it feels like you're losing ground. But the over time, I really do think that is how you win. Another way that we can win is to really underscore their radicalism. You can see it in the way that they behave, but their own positions, the radical positions of these seven, eight, nine-month post-birth abortions are not popular, even within their own party, but the radicals are running the show, and they're even admitting this on MSNBC. Head, though, to the second trimester, and that's where public opinion shifts. Now you've only got 34% who say that abortion in that time frame should be legal in most or all cases. You've got two-thirds basically saying it should be illegal in most or all cases. And then you move to the third trimester, and you see an even more dramatic movement there. Less than 20% believe abortion in the third trimester should be legal in most or all cases. Eight out of 10 voters saying it should be illegal in most or all So you get what's going on there. Even on MSNBC, they can't fully all the time uh, ignore all the stats. And the longer that a pregnancy goes on, sane people don't want that pregnancy to be aborted. And we can always talk about the, uh, the exception cases, right? We can always talk about those things, the threat to the woman's life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what we're seeing here is that the, the conservative position, if you were to say that Ron DeSantis in Florida is a more conservative place or a Republican place, is the, that already is the moderate position. He's not saying no abortions. He's literally saying 15-week abortions. And then you can see that even on MSNBC, they're having to admit now that most people, 80 freaking percent, don't want these third trimester abortions. But where are any Democrats saying that? Get, show me some. Please send me videos and I'll play them tomorrow. And I'll sit here with tape on my mouth. I will gladly do it. I promise you that. How else do we beat them? You also go out there and don't back down when they spout their nonsense. So this is an, a great video. This is MSNBC as well, uh, where a woman by the name of Marjorie Dannensfeller, she is the president of the Susan B. Anthony List, which works to end abortion by electing leaders and passing pro-life laws. She went on MSNBC. She heard some complete nonsense and she pushed back. Just to be to the, clear, to people, people who support late-term abortions do so only if the safety and the life of the mother is at risk. This is not true. Is evidence, this is literally not true. And I, and I challenge you, I will send you the, the, the objective data on this. It is literally not true. And I, I challenge you to do that work and not just guess. Beautiful. Something good happened on MSNBC. I'll send you the data. You can't just say, oh, women only want third trimester abortions because of these crazy... Uh, uh, things that might happen. That's actually not true. There's all sorts of reasons why they want it. Beautiful moment. Okay, beautiful moment. And from one beautiful moment, now I have to pause. Everybody, we haven't done one of these in a couple of weeks. We're about to show you a clip from The View. Everybody, make sure you're in your chair. If you need the booze, grab it real quick. Uh, here is Whoopi. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's her body. Don't touch her body. But I will tell you, this is my body. And nobody, you, you know, you got people telling me I got to wear a mask or don't wear a mask or do this. Everybody wants to tell me what to do, but you won't let me make my decision about my body. You are not the person to make that decision. My doctor and myself and my child, that's who makes the decision. And what
Well, you can already see where I'm going with this one, right? I mean, are we laying it on a little thick? Because this is not what Whoopi and the other nutbag harpies were saying a couple weeks ago when it came to other people's bodies and other people's doctors and other people's medical decisions. Here is Whoopi. Yeah. So we had to make a law to make you understand this is how we do it. And I just feel like, look, I understand you don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask either. Mm. But I also don't want to be concerned when I'm outside that you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Yeah. And when I look what 12 and under, those 12 and unders, they don't get a choice. Yeah. No, they For don't. For that reason alone, this should be mandated because the little ones... You know, they're hoping somebody will say, mommy or daddy will say, yeah, come on, we're going to go get this. Because I got to tell you, the seven-year-old that I live with, mm -hmm. it's like, is it, am I going to be okay at school? Yeah. 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 And I have to lie. Yeah. When I think the say, choice I is hope to so. keep your child. Ah, they really make this shit too easy. You know, these people are just so ridiculous. So she wanted other people to be injected. She wanted other people to be masked. She was seemingly very concerned about seven-year-olds. She's not very concerned about seven-month births, uh, pregnancies, let's say. Uh, but okay, fine. We could have done a gajillion clips of that or of every one of those women saying the exact same thing, obviously. Uh, here was some uh, audio uh, about how the Biden administration really is in some ways even more radical than what the senators from the Democrat states want when it comes to abortion. First, let me say the president's uh, position is that we need to codify Roe, and that is what uh, he has long called on Congress to act on. What is also true is that there has been a vote on the Women's Health Protection Act, which would do exactly that, and there were not even enough votes, even if there was no filibuster, to get that. Did you get what she just said right there? They wanna push this thing through to codify Roe, but even with the filibuster, if they blow up the filibuster, right, and they only need 50 votes, uh, that they still don't have enough. That means there aren't even enough Democrats to do the radical thing that the Biden administration wants to do. So what do we have to do, people in summation? We gotta keep exposing these people. We gotta not forget what the real issues are. We have to mock them when it's appropriate. And, and we have to just build a better society. And, and if this is just the continued sort of devolution of, of where America is at, that we will just live in sort of very different countries, even if ge geographically we'll still be one country, I think that's kind of okay. And maybe that's what this really is all about because this thing in essence is about states' rights and it's just gonna be super different. California is just gonna be a giant, cesspool of high tax, high regulation, an abortion fest and a crime fest and a drug fest and a homeless fest. And then there'll be other places where it'll be, there'll be some room for disagreement and there'll be pro-life people and pro-choice people that live there and we'll have the moderate positions of 15 weeks and we'll have common sense from our leaders and things like that. That's it. But I'm gonna continue covering all the nonsense from the administration. I'm not gonna only focus on this issue uh, obviously we'll, we'll hit it when we have to, and I'll have to, when they start burning cities and everything else, we'll have to cover, uh, some of that stuff, but we're not going to let them get away with it. And mostly I'm going to try to focus on, on the better things that we can build. Uh, that's going to be a little bit of the challenge, uh, around here, because I think that's the only way that we get out of some of this stuff. It's like, man, two days ago, we're talking about a ministry of truth, an assault on the first amendment, unlike anything in any of our lifetimes. And now they've got us all freaking out that we're coming for women and that we're somehow in the hands made tale. It just ain't.
true. I watch The Handmaid's Tale. It's worse than this. Okay, a couple comments from the locals community. Nuclear says, uh, this assault on the Supreme Court is just one of the one more demonstration that the left will damage any institution in pursuit of their deranged policies. They are hoping to intimidate the justice, justices into backing away from their decision on Roe. Yeah, look, they don't like the institutions. They don't like America. That is a sad truth that I think we have to accept. They constantly are telling us this place is racist. It was founded by racists. Capitalism is evil. Uh, they want equity more than equality. All of the institutions are rotten and all of those things. And if you don't get what you want as a leftist, what do you do? You either burn them down or you significantly alter them. You pack the court. You say, oh, the court has a certain amount of people in it. I want more people. I don't like the nine because we keep losing with the nine. So let's get this thing to 12 and we'll get an extra couple people in there and they'll vote. And then you know what? Then it'll happen the other way. They, they want a reckoning of everything. We have to accept that and understand that. And that's why if you just try to rationalize with these people, if you just try to calmly explain what laws are and what decency is and what logic and reason are, you will always lose because they will always continue to march on. So what can you do then? Do you want to be as hysterical and insane as them and do all the awful things that they do? Or do you want to just separate? Hey guys, you can have some stuff. I wish you couldn't have all that stuff. And it sucks that you took California. It really does. Um, and it sucks that you've wrought such destruction. Okay, fine, but you did. So now let's just go build some other things. You guys know what I feel about this. Uh, Kat says, and just like that, the left knows what a woman is. Isn't that extraordinary? We just confirmed a Supreme Court justice who didn't know what a woman was. She wasn't a biologist. Now everybody, everyone's a biologist. Congratulations, everybody. Everyone's a biologist today. Uh, Pat says, another California vaca vacation package. Abort your baby and spend the rest of the day looting Walgreens in San Francisco. Anything's possible in the dystopian state of California. Woo, mama mia. All right, guys, uh, I hope this offered you a little bit of sanity. I, I think I mentioned to you yesterday that one of the best things about being on tour, uh, one of the kindest and, and most consistent things that people would say to me when they'd come up to me at the meet and greets uh, was that I, I helped keep them sane over two years. It's a two-way street. You guys are helping keeping me sane. I'm hopefully helping keep you sane. And uh, we're gonna need a little more of that. So let's just keep going. Uh, part one of my interview with former uh, CIA operative officer, Brian Dean Wright, really fascinating guy, is up right now on Locals and Rumble. The full thing is up uh, on Locals, I'm sorry, on Rumble and YouTube. The full thing is up, of course, already at Locals. And uh, I think you're gonna enjoy our cold close for today. Adios. What are you doing here? We figured, you know, people in the White House work long hours, and maybe I take over the press briefing thing. Does that sound like I a good mean, idea? That sounds really good. Really? Are you ready? My hunch is this whole thing is just a walk in the park. Maybe I can write you some notes. War with Russia. Well. Bad. Keep it light, Jen. Yeah. Uh, CDC. Good. Really? Okay. They've been pissing me off. Economy. Strong. Is it? Iran. Diplomacy, good. Diplomacy, good. Yeah. What if I get asked about Kim and Pete? Uh, we love love around here, mm -hmm. so I think that's a safe place to be. Is this real life? Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast.
And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubenreport.locals.com.